Good morning. Season three, Hi. season three, season three is here. Woo, 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 woo. Da, da. Oh, oh, what was that? Are you trying to do the? Uh. Good. Practice your dance moves for the wedding because we're about to break it down on the dance floor. <laughs> You're going to see my butt in your face, oh. my butt in your face. <laughs> <laughs> my butt going in your face i might have my hands you're on the ground you're gonna see my butt in your face uh, hi guys welcome to season three season so three has arrived the summertime we of nmlb classier than ever uh-huh. we are sassier than ever and we have a little surprise for you today surprise surpresa it's gonna be awesome so make sure that you listen that's all if you're listening now, you're probably going to listen to the episode, but just that's right. Make sure you finish the episode strong. Yeah. Okay. Enjoy. All right. Season three coming in hot. Coming in hot. So hot. Join motherhood wellness expert Allison from the Honest Peach and pelvic floor and women's health expert Dr. Marcy at the Down There Dock as they do a deep dive into all things hashtag mom. They add professional expertise, humor, truth, their own experiences, and host expert guests to discuss what the hell is happening during motherhood and how to prioritize your health as a mama. You'll find zero tips on potty training, but we'll learn all the tips on putting yourself and your health and well-being first among pee field sheets and rage cleaning. It's all about motherhood, vaginas, and everything in between. Hashtag no, no mama, mama left behind. Hey moms, we have really great news. We, the best news. It's the best. We realized mm-hmm. in regards to our giveaway, asking busy moms to send us like an email and do a screenshot and all these extra things. It was just unfair. It was asking too much of you. So, and and honestly, like I can't even fucking send an email. It was hard for us to even tell them what to do. Correct. So I don't know why we thought that it was fair. Sorry, mom have to do it. Our bad. Our bad. So, (laughs) so here's what's going to happen now. It's so easy. All you have to do is leave us a review. And I mean, we're going to say the winner's username on the Mm -hmm. airwaves. So if you don't want to make it like, you know, something, Marcy, say something like a weird username. Like from clit to crown? Yes. That. If you prefer that, not, or if you want to make us giggle, please do. Please do. Um, (laughs) But everybody can't be from clit to crown because then we won't, people won't know who is who. That is so true, Marcy. That's right. I'm sure that everyone was planning on using that. Um, Pick a username. Leave us a review. We'll read it live on the airwaves. Mm. And then once you hear your your username called, then you have to send us an email. Or a DM. Or a DM. Okay. Or a DM Mm -hmm. on social meds, on -hmm. on the gram. Send us a snail mail, an owl. I mean... Pretty much (laughs) a carrier pigeon. (laughs) Pretty much any way you want it. Just let us know that it's you, and then you will get one 
entrance into Marcy's courses for free. All of them for life. like that's into it. That's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Huge. And two, you'll get my soul time guide, which is a 35 page workbook. <laughs> Amazing. That helps you rediscover your identity, connect to your true self. I teach you how to meditate. Um, I give you affirmations, all the things. So you win Marcy's postpartum and pregnancy prep courses. Yes. Plus a bunch of other shit that's in there too. Plus a bunch of other shit that's in there too. <laughs> and my soul time guide. Yay. Good luck. Bye. Yo, yo, yo. Season three <laughs> coming in hot. That did not sound like you, but I'm here for it. it yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. There we go. It was like an alter ego of you. Oh, I like that. I love it. Season three. What's up? We're here. It's July and it's hot as balls. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's hot as balls everywhere. Yep. All the all the balls are sweaty. <laughs> Dude, that would suck. Uh, what having hot sweaty balls? Like balls. Like first of all, can we just talk about a ball sack? Yeah, it's bad. Ew. <laughs> like I have big tits and they're annoying sometimes, and it's a water slide under there if it's hot. But like at least they're not hanging in between my legs, just knocking around. You know? I don't know how they walk around with those things. I would literally be waddling all day long. Can I tell you a funny story? Actually. For the longest time, I thought that, like, I didn't realize that there was two testicles in one sack. Oh, uh, like I thought. Did they you were think it was two sacks? Two distinct <laughs> things. Two distinct sacks. Yes. Oh. Nope. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think it took me a long time, even, even after I'd seen one in the flesh. Okay. You're like, Anyways. wow, yours is connected. Weird. You should really see a doctor. I think that's supposed to be separate, but I'm not totally sure. There must be a procedure. There must. Oh, oh God. Hi, I missed you. I missed you. How have you been? What's been going on? Oh, my God. So many things happened in our little breaky break. We have I so know. much to catch up on, I feel like. <clears throat> um. Um, you know, I'm good. I had the 40th birthday whoop, whoop. party. It was super fun. You put pink in your hair and it was I put awesome. Pink in, yep. It's fading now, but it's in there. A little we need bit. it. Yeah. Midlife All the time. crisis. Um, yeah, it was good. I had a great time with my girls and, you know, I'm 40. I'm officially 40. I was really sad that I couldn't be there. I'm not going to lie to you. I was really sad you couldn't be there too. You would have had a great time. It looked so fun. Mm -hmm. And I love boating, dude. I love boating. I love boating too. You, I saw a video and you just looked like you were handling that boat. You know, I know you how were to just handle the throttle. A you just, mm. you know, I know you how to knew. handle. I do. It's, I love it. I can, I can drop an anchor. Like, so does hard. Does, <laughs> know what I mean? Does, Brent know how to handle a boat as well as uh -huh. you, or are you the boat gal? Okay. Um, you're both handy with the boat. I mean, yeah. I think I've had more experience with a boat maybe, but I mean, he's like so good at everything. Like he can just like get on a boat and like drive yeah. it. 
Yeah. And I need a little coaching. Yeah. But I officially took the boating class and got my vessel driver's license or whatever. So, okay, so my dad legit doesn't still to mm. this day let Sean like fully handle the boat because he hasn't completed his course. Sean or your dad? Sean. Oh, yeah. I mean, my, da- my dad's name is Bob and we call him Boatman Bob. Boatman Bob. He is like the boat boating guy. Like he is such a psycho. I gave him a shirt that said, I'm sorry for what I said when I was docking the boat. Oh, yeah. A hundred hundred percent. Like Brent and I have gotten in like many fights docking. Yeah. Like don't step on the seats. You have to step on the in. You have to step on the outside. Oh, no. Mine is like, what side is the rope? Are the ropes on? What size are the bumpers on? And he's like, one time Brent was like, what? What are bumpers? And I was like, you can't fucking talk about without the bumpers. Like just yelling. And I was like, you gotta jump up on the dog. You gotta pull the rope in. I will say though, it's it's high stress because it's not Mm -hmm. like a car that just stays still. Like you get one shot and one shot only. Yeah. And you might fuck up your boat. (laughs) Or the dock, (laughs) which is not good. Yeah. Um, we have the boat. So last year we kept the boat out all year. Um, but this year after I had to launch it myself, like push it down the boat ramp with the truck and yeah. in, like, were any of the girls helpful or are they no, no, familiar? I had to launch it like weeks before they came. Like I had to put it in the water. I'm sorry. You launched the boat literally by yourself. Um, well, I had to get a neighbor to come up with me. Okay, good. <laughs> but he, he was like, I don't, I don't reverse boats on a trailer. So you have to do that. And I was like, okay, I can do that. Okay. So he just got in the boat and like drove it in the water. But like I had to load the boat on the trailer, pull it, reverse the trailer into the water. And like the jackknifing all over the place. Dude. And like the launch, the boat launch is like as skinny as like my body. I'm like, could we make this a little bit bigger? There's fucking forest everywhere. Like I'm sure that you could clear a little bit more. So I had, so after I had to do that, I was like, I'm not fucking doing this. Cause we have to move the boat a lot and it's like a pain in the ass. So we, um, put it in a Marina this year, which is awesome because they, um, like is there's it dry a dry docked. It's dry docked. Yeah. Nice. And I have a, um, like an app and you just tell them when you're coming and they bring it out and it's like high school okay, guys, 2022. I know it's amazing. It's like high school <sighs> dudes are like, hi ma'am. How can I help you today? And they come like running out with their neon green shirts and they're they like, like valet for both. Yeah. And they'll fill it up and do what? all the things. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Although I forgot well, to tell them to do it. It's so fucking so good. I was yeah. like worth a hundred dollars a month. Absolutely. Um, I forgot to tell them that I was like bringing it back and the guy was like, came running out and he's like, can I help you? And I was like, I'm bringing the boat back. He's like, oh, you have to put it in speedy dock, which is the app. He's uh, like, I'll just do it right now. Miss Crouch. No problem. And then like, I had to, like, I pulled it in and it like started to go the other way. And he was like, he's like, crank it all the way left and put it in reverse. And I was like, okay. And then the boat just like miraculously went straight. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, okay. Nice. You guys know what you're doing, but what a fun job for like a high school kid in the Absolutely. summertime. Absolutely, Dude. Yeah. Anyway. So it was fun. Anyway. Good. Anyway. Boat. Boat. This is a podcast, podcast about, about boating. <laughs> um, oh. Okay. Well, that's fun. You're 40. You're flirty. You're loving mm-hmm. it. We got pink mm-hmm. in our hair. Mm-hmm. How was the move? 
you're settled oh, kind of <laughs> i mean <sighs> i know it's intense dude it's just all of it it sucks mm-hmm. you know like staying with family for two weeks was obviously really great in a lot of ways really not great in a lot of ways um you know being it would like you've said before, it's just super disruptive. Hmm. Ellie was understandably very out of sorts. Like I just, we were staying at my parents' house and she like wanted her passy like every second. Mm-hmm. She doesn't really know my family, you know, sadly, but like pandemic baby. Yeah. And pandemic, we live across yeah. the country. Um, so she was really like clingy to me. Yeah. And I was just like, fuck it, dude. You can have your passy. Yeah. Whenever you want. Any harbor in a storm, dude. Whenever you want. Yes. Yeah. So that was stressful. Um, you know, we got to base. Sean was already here. We stayed in temporary lodging. Yes. Which, you know, it's a, it's a one bedroom teensy apartment, um, which was fine. The one good thing is Ellie got into daycare like right away. Oh, um, thank God. So we gave her a couple days to like acclimate. And then on Monday she went and didn't shed a tear mm. has been having the time of her life. Um, actually funnily enough, <clears throat> it's like the classic, you know, at daycare in school, they're like on their best behavior. Mm. Like, their teachers are like, Oh my God, she just, she hasn't even cried. <laughs> and then she comes home and she's like, yeah! Losing yeah. Her mind. I know. Um, it's a story in my life. And then they say like, well, they feel safe with you. So they go crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Which is true. I mean, yeah. it's just like us, you know, at work all day. We're like, hi, hi. <laughs> and then we get home and we're like, God damn it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> How many fucking times have I told yeah. you to pick up the <laughs> fucking towels? <laughs> That's me yelling at Sean, funnily enough. That's me yelling at everyone. <laughs> I feel like I'm being naggy to him, but honestly, he does dumb shit. Dude. I know. Like, I don't like... I hate that it comes off that I'm naggy, but like, don't be a dumbass. Don't be a dumbass. He was using her inflatable pool as like a mat to stand on in front of his barbecue because our barbecue is, I mean, our backyard is all dirt. So he like laid out our nice inflatable pool on the floor and was like stepping on it to like barbecue. And I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? Like, why does that make sense to you? Does that seem like a good idea to you? <laughs> oh my God. Jesus, take the wheel. I just, I don't even know what I was talking about now. Now I'm just thinking about all the uh, things I'm upset with him about. I was like, I have a list too. Um, uh, I don't oh, the move. The, oh, move. the move. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're finally in our house, which is actually really great. You know, are you happy housing. with it? Yeah super happy. Um, it's a really nice house, you know, base housing is like hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is really nice. It's honestly similar to what we would have gotten off base for nice. with less money. And is it, I, clo- it's close, right? Since it's on oh my base. God. Like I went to the post office, what I call target, which is like the, BX, the PX yeah. commissary, which is, you know, the grocery, grocery store. store and it's all within a half mile of my house. Does, can Sean walk to work or do you have to yeah, drive him? It's hot. Um, oh, right. You do live on the sun. I live. <laughs> right. I forgot about that. We moved to 
the Milky Way. Um, <laughs> that's not where the sun is. Um, no, it's so it's super hot. But once we get our bikes going, his ass is biking to work because while it is hot, it's literally going to take him three minutes. To and it's to dry. Like he'll, it's a dry his heat. sweat will evaporate in two yeah. seconds. It'll be fine. Wow. Okay. I've seen guys in their flight suits coming on their bikes with their helmets. Electric bike or like real? No, no, bike. like a like, like a, a pedal. Bike. Yeah. You know, yeah. but like a bike, like a bicycle built yeah. for one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, both. <laughs> um, so my house is an absolute shit show. Well, mm. okay. Not all of it, but like there are pockets. Um, I'm hiring an organizer. Come help me. Oh, because, and this is a good lesson for everyone. I am good at organizing. I even dare say, enjoy organizing. So my ego wanted to say, why am I going to hire someone? Like I can do this myself. Here's why I'm going to hire someone. I ain't got fucking time Mm-mm. to do that. No time. So I'm going to hire someone and guess what? Yes, what? I can do it, but she literally does this for a living. So like, she's probably better, you know, like she probably has more skills She's got mad skills. She's got mad skills. So I'm. She's coming on Saturday, and we're gonna mm. get my office. Just like, do you get to go to like the container store and buy a yes. bunch of containers? Oh, amazing! So good. She's just gonna give me tips on like, you know, where to put things and all the things. So that'll be fun. We're almost there. Yeah, yeah she's a military spouse. Like, she's Great. got a four month old. I want to support her. Yeah, you dude. know. That's amazing. Yeah. So we're we're getting there. You're, you're moving, moving along. Moving and grooving. What else has happened in the month since we've are there any like I re- I got the truck situation handled. Oh my god. For yes. my like daily dose of sexism and oh my god. Okay, so what ended up misogyny? happening? Um okay. So two months ago. Yeah. Oh, we're starting from the beginning. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you the cliff notes. Two months ago, I bought a used truck from a Nissan dealership. Okay. But it's a Ford, right? It was a Ford F-150 2018. So not that old. Less than 50,000 miles on it. And I think we talked about this in a previous episode, but it was just like, I was, you know, like people were just like, your husband know that you're coming looking at a truck. (laughs) What is what does a woman need a truck for? You know all this bullshit. <laughs> I was like, you think that's okay. worse because it's the South? I really don't think in California someone would say that, but that could be wrong. I don't know. I mean, I think it depends on where you are in California. I mean, I don't think they might say that in Los Angeles, but they might say it like Fresno. <laughs> I was like Stockton, <laughs> Lodi. Um, okay. Okay. Um. So I had to deal with all that shit. And then, um, so I ended up buying it and two days later, it's like starts shaking a little bit, like shuddering. And the guy, the fucking dude that sold it to me was like, Oh, that's just what a VA does. I was like, that's not what a VA does. So I took it back. Long story short, it was in the shop, sat in the shop for two months went to two different dealerships. Nobody could fix it. They were giving me the runaround. They weren't taking my calls. They were doing all the shit. And so finally I, and I had been, I 
had been on the phone with Nissan corporate and Ford corporate. And like, I lodged a complaint and I did all this stuff and they just like were lying and like, you know, telling me to basically just calm down and like, it's going to be fine. And they gave me a loaner. Why am I complaining? Like I have the, the Titan, you know, like who cares? It's under warrant, you know, the Ford's under warranty, we'll get it fixed. And finally I was just like, you know what? Buy it back, just buy it back. And they wouldn't. And then they said they would. And then they said they wouldn't. And then finally I just like read them the riot act. I was like, buy it back. And so they did. Okay, so, so the issue was that it was taking so long to fix. Was that your complaint? Yeah. The issue was that it was taking so long to fix and turns out that it needed an entire new transmission. Oh, Jesus. And they were like, it's fine. It's under warranty. I'm like, I'm not going to know. Yeah. I was like, it's a, it's not that old. Yeah. Why would it need a new transmission? And if it needs an entire new transmission, like with how parts are, you know, like the supply chain problems and how everything is going right now, like I'm not going to fucking deal with that shit. So I was like, you can buy it back. And so they did. They bought it back. And then Saint, like you didn't lose any money. No, they bought it for like, cause I traded my, the van in Yeah, too, you know? Yeah. So like, so oh I went to my God. guy who I should have gone to in the beginning where we, who we bought Brent's car from. And I told him this whole story and he was like, Oh my God, that's crazy. And so I ended up buying a 2020 Silverado from him Ooh. and it is so fancy. Ooh. I mean, it's not that fancy, but it's like, it's awesome. I love I like it too. You got two more years. You got, yeah. Brent was like, just get one. That's like still has warranty left on it. (laughs) I was like, okay. So it's definitely a lot more than I was planning on spending. (laughs) Well, Um, prices right now are nuts and truck prices are like crazy, but, um, it's awesome. And she's a beaut. And so I just got to, what color is she? She's white. (gasps) Black inside. Ooh, she's fancy. I want to get 71. You know that I'm on the hunt for a car. Yeah. You want the tell, you want the Telluride. I know, but everyone's like, you're never going to get it. And I'm like, you know what? It's on my vision board. So you can just fuck right. Why aren't you going to get it? I don't know because they're in such low. I mean, you have to pre-order them like six months in advance right now. Listen, I think you should get the Highlander hybrid. I know, but that's, that's my juice. Fucking expensive. Hybrid. I'll manifest it. <laughs> Toyota, please send Allison please. a hybrid. If you're children. interested in sponsoring, <laughs> you don't have to do ads. We'll just send us a hybrid. No, 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 no. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was fun. That was like a whole dose of you know sexism. Well, and- good for you for yeah. fucking giving it to the man. Dude. I can't believe that. Yeah. It was insane. I find myself not wanting to like. <clears throat> like I feel like I could get mad at everyone <clears throat> everyone about misogyny. I try to like be like, no, they don't mean it. You know, no, I, they I do. really try. Yeah. Um, I mean, I got it from some women too. Some like oh, 100%. women. And I was very surprised by that. 100%. Like some women that actually salesmen. does not surprise me. I was like, what are you doing? And I and I guess I just assumed, you know, and like that they would not be like that. But yeah. they sometimes they were kind of the same. Yeah. And I was like, well, especially okay. because you are raising hell, right? So I raised not- it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Up it went. Mm-hmm. 
I know. I was on, I think I put this on our stories. I was listening, just like eating chips, like, <laughs> oh God, tell Ooh, she said that. Yeah, she did. And you're like, okay, well, this is the fourth time I've called. So I'm not going to be put on hold. You can just put the phone down and you can go get him for me. Yeah. I was like, I was like you could walk me over to him. <laughs> yeah. Cause they wouldn't, the fucking guy wouldn't, he just like stopped. He was just like, I could just picture him in the background and be like, I'm not here. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. You know, like hundred percent. Oh, he's out to lunch with his grandmother. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Call him. You have Tell me the restaurant. number. <laughs> yeah. I'll be, I'm coming. Um, so anyway, so it was good. It was well, good. Yay. So it all new, worked out. New truck. That's new fun. Truck. Yep. Yeah. Except gases. You know, I've always hated early. What? And I'm, I'm sorry if you have this sticker. Mm. but I've always hated the stickers that say silly boys <laughs> trucks, trucks are, are for girls. girls. <laughs> Why? No, Why do know. we got to do that again? If you have that sticker, I'm really sorry. And you're beautiful. Amazing. <laughs> but the stickers, <laughs> but you're stickers. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't like that either. I'm just going to put like the horse sticker on it and be done with it. My, Dante. Jump, my jumping horse sticker. You should put your, you should put a sticker of She-Ra on the back. You I and, you and Dante. That. I thought about that. You really did? I did. I was like, I'm like, where could Only I if it was like a silhouette, you know, like it wasn't yeah, like, like an abstract. Yes. yes. Oh, oh, oh I feel an Etsy purchase coming I know, on. I know, I know. I Custom mind. She-Ra sticker. Yes. Well, because it's you and, and Dante. That's it's not. It's like both. It's like, yeah, you know, it's art. It is. Read about it. Okay, <laughs> look it up. It's a satchel. Look it up. Okay, it's not a purse. It's a satchel. Okay. What? Um, what else? Anything else? How's your report? Yeah, I mean, not I mean, really. Like my life has just been an absolute fucking tornado. I um, had this. I, sec- I didn't do soul time. Mm. Sorry, but <laughs> real quick, didn't didn't do soul time for three weeks, and I sure as shit felt it. And mm. I one hundred percent let perfectionism get in the way of me completing it. Mm. Which is, I only have five minutes. It's not gonna yeah. be good. Or I don't have a really quiet space. Or I don't feel co- like yeah. I came up with every excuse in the book. So for all the mamas practicing soul time, I get it. It's hard sometimes, but those are the times when you need it the most, right? Yeah, I needed it real bad when I was staying in my childhood home. Without oh my, my god, I'm sure, like crazy. So I got here and I just jumped right back into it. It was imperfect, but just keep up with it. And good lord, did I feel centered immediately? That's so, good. Yeah. I'm on the I'm on the up and up. Only up from here. That's right. Um, I had my second nipple laser hair. Oh I told know, her I to turn it up. I did. <laughs> I was like, you need to turn that shit up. Because last time I want to feel pain. <laughs> yeah. I was like, she's like, any unpleasant sensation, itching, burning. I'm like, no. You gotta I'm but like, I want it. I want that's how you know it's working. I'm like burn my skin off because there's Absolutely. still hair here. Absolutely. You know, I did a, I did a 
a poll or a question box on Instagram about um, like your favorite moment or whatever. And someone literally said Marcy's nipple hair. So. Oh, isn't that want, cute? Oh, maybe I should say so them. <laughs> yeah, I. So I sent my friend who's a, who's gonna have a her second C section. I think this week or maybe next week. Um, I sent her our episode on C sections, and I talk about my I think my first nipple hair appointment in that episode, and like ten minutes after yeah. I sent it to her, she sends me this link of, um, oops. She sends me a link of like a hair removal. She's like, here, try this. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. I was like, You're like keep, keep listening. I, I go, I get it lasered. Yeah. Keep and listening. She's like, and I can't use it because I'm pregnant, but you can try mine. <laughs> See what you think. And I was like, okay. Oh <gasps> Ooh, wait, is it? We'll talk about I'll this off air, but, but I've seen one where it's like laser at home. Basically. Let me look. I'll tell you exactly what it is right now. Hold on. Okay. We need to um, Braun, here it is. Braun Silk Expert Pro 5 IPL hair removal system. Oh. Oh, it's like. Yeah, it, it was basically like laser at home and it's kind of expensive, but. Yeah, this is $280. Girl, but listen, one person uses it and your hair is gone. So then you can give it to a friend and you can split the price. It's like the sisterhood of the traveling hair removal system. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. This this is exactly Silk Expert Pro Five. Safe, fast, and effective. I mean, this woman looks like hairless everywhere. Let's let's try it because my have you heard of strawberry legs? Have we yes. talked about strawberry legs? The, the like the red dots. Yes. What that are is those? Me. That is after me. you shave. They're basically just big pores. So I have been like exfoliating, chemical exfoliating, lotioning. I mean, they're a lot better than they were, but like I would get razor burn burned so bad I couldn't wear pants because it like irritated them so bad. Yes. Like on your shins? Yeah, like my yeah, oh, like shit. my shins and my mostly my shin actually. Okay. Um and I think it was because it was after Ellie and I didn't put lotion on for like nine months because God, lotion is so time consuming. <laughs> it's so disruptive. <laughs> God, Especially you with your freaking. Oh, it takes forever. I couldn't think of a good word to your pins. What's like a word for long legs? You stems. and your stems. Yeah. It's like it's a lot of surface area. It is. I have to bend over far. Oh, you poor thing. <laughs> I can't. God. It's really hard to have long femurs. To have long, beautiful legs. <laughs> I'm over here looking like a big toe. <laughs> Listen, I I feel like I need to get six inch heels to the wedding that we're going to together, just okay. so that I don't look like a big toe next to you. My heels aren't that big. You're wearing heels Fuck. always. They're not that big though. <sighs> okay. Listen, you have. We Maybe have I'll to just do- show a lot of cleavage. <laughs> together we're like the perfect person <laughs> morphing into one literally all that i have i'm just gonna put my tits <laughs> to my chin i okay we need to do a lot of grooming there you need to do my eyebrows love i need Next to get question. my bush waxed okay we'll video it okay go on and i need to get my nails done there oh me too okay look i still have two <laughs> <laughs> Just two. 
Okay, we okay, we gotta do all that. And then I'm, I'm gonna need to get my your lip waxed. Yeah, I do it all the time. Really? Yeah. Wow. A whole new world. Okay, we gotta get rolling here. I know. What are we talking about today? Dakota's gonna kill us. Sorry, Dakota. <laughs> Sorry, Dakota. We haven't talked in a long time, okay? I mean, we needed to catch up. This is all important stuff. I know. Okay, oh, I have um, one more thing to say. Okay. I started a really good podcast that I'm obsessed with. <gasps> Pray tell. As good it, as ours? Nothing is as good as ours. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's called The Seduction. And it's through NBC okay. Podcast. You have my attention. Mm-hmm. And Keith Write Morrison. Keith Morrison narrates it. Ugh. And it's, Excuse me? Is he the one that does all the murder stuff? Like... <laughs> never to be seen again is that him i mean he does dateline he does like Date- the child Ugh. predator stuff yes i'm keith morris oh my god i don't hate keith keith morris and i just hate the fact that like tv produces media around children being abducted and like people view it because and it's like this weird sadistic thing in society it's a larger issue than keith morrison i apologize keith it's not your fault Okay. Okay. Carry on. Yeah, that, that's a whole nother podcast episode. <laughs> we just opened, we just went down a little tangent mountain. We need to put that on the matrix and talk about that some more. I'm real fired up about it. I was just talking to Sean about it. Okay. So um, the seduction, the seduction. Yeah. It says it's an NBC podcast. It's like a dateline story, but it's like very kind of film noir, like the way the story goes and he's an, a great storyteller and his voice okay. is so, is it a true story? Yeah. And he interviews like the people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it like a murder, like a whodunit oh, type God. of thing? Um, you. It's a story. It's a crazy story. Yes, okay. of like corruption and okay. a love triangle and corruption, greed, power. Yes, yes. And Keith Morrison, his voice is so. Murder. Yeah, I love it. I can, I can see that. It's so for good. A podcast. I've only I've only maybe we should work on our pod. Let's let's get podcast voices. Hello. (laughs) I'm like, don't we have them? I feel like I sound like a man. Really? Yeah, I think I'm gonna talk like this more, like just like a little more like (laughs) peppy. Don't do that. I don't know what's (laughs) happening to me today. Your hair looks great onward oh my god really oh i just yeah. got it dyed real blonde actually that's another update. i love it yeah I feel better blonde it just we have more fun it just feels better Fuck. What okay are we, we, have oh, some, we have so much shit to do still. i know i know we have some um review <sighs> and the winner yeah yes. housekeeping i love that word okay we have some okay. housekeeping to attend to all right so you Announce the winner. Okay. I will do the drum roll as always. And then I will read the review. Okay. Or is we the ha- review the winner? No. Okay. Oh, because this is from a prior. Okay. I'm with it. I am ready. I am tuned in. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So we have our giveaway winner for the month of June for our rate review, all the things. I really don't even remember what our people are supposed to do. Oh my God, Marcy. Okay. They're just supposed to write a review. Right. That is it. All right. Review. That's all you got to do. Perfect. Two seconds. Two seconds. Thank you. Marcy should know that. 
very well, like the back of her hand. She will now. Uh-huh. So Emily Smith, big winner <laughs> for June. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations, Emily. Welcome to my courses and welcome and, to soul time. And welcome to soul time. And thanks for leaving us a review. We really appreciate yeah. it. It makes our hearts warm and it helps us to keep bringing you content. Speaking of reviews, here's a good one. You ready? Mm -hmm. Okay. This review is from Destiny ARB. The subject is what the world needs to know. She says, I've been listening to this podcast for about a month now and I'm just about done binging, binge listening to them all. Great middle of the night feed listening. I had just had my third baby about four weeks ago, and I wish I could have listened to all of these before I had my first baby five years ago. I am all for truth and have been so grateful that all these ladies, sh- for all that these ladies share about our bodies as ladies, our babies, motherhood, marriage, et cetera, and doing that with so much laughter. I highly recommend everyone listen to these if you want to know all the things. I love oh, that. What's part. up, Destiny? Thank you, girl. You're the best. We appreciate you. And congrats. She had a new baby, right? On your third baby. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Four Get weeks it, girl. ago. Mm. Whoop, whoop. It's summertime, mamas, which means traveling. And it also means that you're going to be the one who has to book all the stuff. Luckily for you, we have a gal. She is not only free, but she books your hotels, your flights, the excursions that no one really wants to go on, but you just find yourself doing. And it's all for free. She's amazing. Her name is Heather. We actually had someone on our team use her for a trip. And we're just so excited to be partnering with her. Her contact info is Heather Honaker. That's H-O-N-A-K-E-R at travelmation.net. Her info is linked below. Happy traveling, mamas. What are we talking about today? What are we talking about today, Allison? We are talking about how early is too early. Is too early. Or is there such a thing as too early? That's a great question. To Marcy. share or not to share. We're going to discuss our own experiences sharing our pregnancy journeys. Why people say to wait until mm. that 12 week mark anyway. Um and we have a little surprise for you. Mm-hmm. Let's start with a surprise. Go for it. I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> she be knocked up, y'all. Whoop, whoop. Woo, we got baby number two in the oven. We got baby number two cooking. And yay. 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 And like 12,000 other emotions, mm-hmm. which we'll get to. Um. But, you know, I said on the podcast a long time ago when Sean and I were thinking about trying and then we paused that Mm. I would be super transparent about when I got pregnant. Like y'all would be some of the first to know, Um, you know, for many reasons. Well, one, I should say I'm going to be five weeks tomorrow. Um, At the time of this recording. Yeah. 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 I think I'll be what, like eight weeks when it comes out, whatever. So, and Marcy had to remind me how, um, like they calculate how far along you are. Cause I was like, when I told her, I was like, I'm two weeks pregnant. And she was like, 
Mm. That's not yeah. a thing. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, like technically in two weeks, but like you never hear someone say that I'm they're two weeks seven pregnant. Seven days. Pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> I'm four days pregnant. Yeah. Um. So I find I found out the the day that I was supposed to get my period and did not class a classic tale. So the day that not before you didn't test before you got Mm-mm. your period. No, okay. no, I did. I did actually. Before you were um, supposed to get your period. Yes. Because Sean and I were in the midst of moving and we pretty much had some wine every night. So man, I wanted, and I knew that we had done the deed unprotected, you know, that was like, you know, for always though. So what do you mean? For always unprotected though. Right. No, we've been using condoms until that time. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, I did not want an oopsie baby. Ask like, <laughs> wrap it up. <laughs> I ain't ready. Condoms, man. Yeah, dude. I didn't dude. want to get on birth control. I don't blame it, you. It fucked with me. I know. I just like. But yeah, condoms suck. Oh, they but I was really, so really, really terrified of. They smell. <laughs> they do. And they're like all crinkly. Oh, feel me. Um. So anyway, got knocked up and I took a test like two days before my missed period. Um, mm. It was negative. Oh, yeah. And then I two days a- before your missed period. Uh-huh. But here's here's the kicker, though, is because we got pregnant at the very probably the last day of my ovulation cycle. So we got pregnant. Like. T- set like you know, at the very end, basically. So it had not been that long since conception. So I knew that because I track, you know, my ovulation in my, in my little app. Um, so anyway, it was the day my period was supposed to be here. And normally, you know, like I get like some brown stuff, yeah. like I feel kind of yeah. crampy and like, <clears throat> I didn't feel that. Hmm. So Sean and I were about to go make a picture of margaritas and he was like laying on our, it was like very romantic. He was like laying on our bedroom floor and I was just peeing, like talking to him, like peeing on the stick. And then I was like, yeah, so when it, oh shit. And he, I think he thought I was kidding at first because I, I did he know you were taking shit like this? Yeah. Okay. I was like, I'm just going to take one just because I feel like that's a responsible thing to do before I knock back three margaritas. Um, and it was positive. Mm. And I, we both were just like, were you surprised? Yeah, I think. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's a legitimate it didn't, question. it didn't, it didn't take that long with Ellie. Like I think it took two cycles. Wow. Um, but I just, for some reason I was like, yeah, maybe Sean was very much like, no, that wasn't it. Like, I don't know why he thought like he can tell, but like, I don't know, not getting too, too, too intimate. Um, so yeah, here I am five weeks and when's your first appointment? <sighs> well, so I'm going to go see, I'm going to see midwives. Actually, this is big news. And I'm going to go to a birthing center. Awesome. But it's like my ideal situation where it's attached to the hospital. That is So like, yes, that is a great if I, situation. If I need an epidural, I can get in it. you go. Yeah. If she need, he or she needs to go to the NICU, it's right there. Um, so I, I mean, I think that's what I'm doing. Marcy, I need to talk to you about this, but yeah, you have time. <sighs> yeah. So anyway, they, 
I called them and they said that they could get me like they have to make an appointment within 10 days or whatever. Um, of you calling them? Yeah. Hmm. Which is I'd be like I feel a like, VA thing or a TRICARE thing. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so anyway, I'm, I think I'm going to wait till like seven or eight weeks to make my first appointment. So you can um, see something on the ultrasound. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but let me tell you, I am feeling things. Whereas when oh. I was pregnant with Ellie, like life just went on until I started showing. You weren't nauseous or anything with Ellie the first time? I mean, I had moments where I would have to like mm. stuff crackers into my mouth, but no, no puking, no. Have you thrown up with this one? Mm-mm. Um, Good. I had a lot of cramping mm. um, and a lot of bloating, which resulted in a lot of lower back pain, Yeah, which I think probably added to my sciatica that I'm experiencing right now. So yeah, I'm experiencing like a weird amount of symptoms <laughs> and I'm pretty sure my baby's the size of like a poppy seed. So <laughs> Well, I think, I mean, second babies, I think symptoms and things tend to come a little bit. I mean, like you'll show quicker than Mm -hmm. you did with Ellie. Like I'm already showing, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's that that stage where you're just fat. You're just, you're just fat. You know, ain't nothing wrong, girl. (sighs) We'll get to that because I have a lot of feelings about that. My body changing and all the things. It's freaking me out. I do. I do want to get on the constipation. I make sure we get this constipation Ooh. thing like under control now for you. Cause I know that's like a, has been a problem in the past okay. and I'm working with a nutritionist. Yeah. Okay. And she has me drinking so many liquids first thing in the morning. Like, I don't know. It's impossible for me not to shit. Great. <laughs> and it's been working. So. How, are you off coffee? No, no, Good. God, okay. no. I was going to say like, how's that going? Cause I was so neurotic with my pregnancies that I was off coffee. No, the I one thing so I afraid. did do, so I'm trying to stay like under the 200 milligram limit. Yeah. So one cup, right. Or you just sip it throughout the day or something. I do two cups. Yeah. Reasonable. Yeah. Also I metabolize caffeine very quickly, so it doesn't really affect me that much. Um, mm. so I, I could drink four, mm. um, but you know, I don't know how it affects the baby, whatever. But the one thing I did do is I went down to 50 milligrams of sertraline. Um, mm, I left. To, yeah. I talked to my OB before I left and she was like, you can stay on hundred milligrams. That's fine. Um, I think for the first trimester, I want to do like the least amount possible that I can. Um, you know, they've said time and time again, that it's, it's safer to stay on a medication and stay mentally well. Yes. Then the adverse effects, especially like Zoloft is one of the top ones that like some of them are not safe during pregnancy. Is Lexapro safe during pregnancy or no? Uh, I think no. I know. But I don't know for sure. Definitely double check with your doctor because I know there are some that are like definite like Wellbutrin, like stuff like that is a a no-no. So def check in with your doctor, but I'm down to 50 milligrams and I'm, I'm feeling okay. Good. Um, so, yeah, so let's talk about, you know, announcing mm-hmm. because I, you know, they, a lot of people say to wait until the 12 week mark. Yes. Reason being miscarriage. Mm-hmm. Miscarriage right? rates are very high in the first tri- first trimester. Are very high in the first trimester. And I am sharing early both because it's the line of work I do. Um and I think it's going to be really awesome for, 
you mamas to follow me along in the journey and have obviously Marcy here to help me throughout the journey. And you guys can like be in the know of like her physical therapizing me throughout the process um, and getting me ready for, you know, for birth and delivery and she's going to be there. So that also, you know, independent of that, I would tell people early mm. here is, and it might not be the same for everyone. Right. Did, but I go ahead. Did you with Ellie? When did you tell people when you were pregnant with Ellie? I told my friends and family probably around like six to eight weeks. Okay. Um, but I, I didn't like announce on social media or anything until 16 weeks, I want to say. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, and it, that wasn't because I didn't want to tell. That was because I thought that I couldn't. Hmm. Like my, my personality is one of, I like to share because if I am in silence by myself, that's really painful for me. Some people may prefer to grieve, you know, on their own. And that's mm. totally your prerogative. Um, but the way that I, you know, tell people is what I tell this person if I miscarried, right? Because that's something that you should think about because you're telling them you're, you're pregnant and they're going to ask, you know, how's it going? How are you feeling? Um, so if that's not something that you're comfortable talking about, then for sure, wait, you know, until you're in the clear, quote unquote, say what your a professor said to you once. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because, um, I think so when I, in one of my physiology classes, like throughout (laughs) my school, all of them, all of them, one of my physiology professors said, you know, you, you're either pregnant or you're not pregnant. You're not like a little bit pregnant or very yes. pregnant, even though we use those terms, like, you know, when we see a friend who's about to have a baby and we're like, Oh my gosh, you're so pregnant. No, yeah. but it's like, you either are, or you aren't. And I think that's very poignant, especially when we're talking about, you know, you saying I'm pregnant in this moment, I'm pregnant right now. And I want to share that right now because the response sometimes that we get from people or, or the, um, thought is like, I don't want to share my pregnancy until I'm like more pregnant. Yes. And I, and I understand kind of both sides, you know, cause I went through both things. Um, yeah. but I think, you know, Brene Brown talks about this too, about like when we experience joy, we feel like automatically we have to say like, Oh, but I mm-hmm. like a qualifier. Yeah. Or it's like, Oh, but you know, I'm not getting, I'm not getting my hopes up. Like I, it could go away at any moment instead of just like experiencing the joy. Like there's always this like kind of, which I've already felt like I've had to do, like, it's really early. Mm. Right. Right. Pregnant, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think it can change. Like you can change your mind. Like maybe with one pregnancy, you feel like you want to share super early and then maybe you have a miscarriage in between. And then maybe your second pregnancy, you know, you're like, eh, it's too, it's, I don't, I'm not ready to share that with the world. Should something terrible happen again, that would be really hard for me. Right. Totally understandable. I think. And sometimes you don't know how you're going to react to it until it it happens, you know, and then you're like, oh shit. Okay. I don't want to do that. That wasn't good for me at that point. I mean, 
I, for me, it was like, it was so confusing because the first time I got pregnant, I was like, so excited and we had been trying for so long and, you know, blah, 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 that I like wanted to tell everyone, Mm -hmm. you know, I just, first time you got pregnant, was it with IVF or did you guys get pregnant naturally first? No, it was with IVF and it was the first miscarriage. Yeah. So like, I wanted to tell everyone and I wanted to like, be like, Oh my God, it finally Mm -hmm. fucking worked. And like, Mm -hmm. we did it and yay. And like, everything is good. And Oh my God, you know, like I wanted to tell everyone. And I think I, did. I think I did tell my friends, like I didn't tell any of my client, like my patients or anything like that. But I, but I think I told like, I told my boss and I told my friends and I told my family. And then, um, and then when we lost the baby at 12 weeks, it was, or 11 weeks, I'm sorry. It was like, I was glad that I told everyone, but at the same time I was like, so devastated. Yeah. It was just hard to talk about. In general. Yeah. It was hard to talk about. And then I think like some of my friends didn't really know. I think we talked about those. Like they didn't really know how to respond to that. Cause nobody yeah. had experienced one having trouble getting pregnant. Like all of my friends got pregnant. Like you just sneeze, like their husbands would just sneeze and they would yeah. get pregnant. And so they didn't understand that. They didn't understand like the trouble of getting pregnant. They didn't understand IVF. They didn't understand like the money with IVF, the time, the stress, like they didn't understand yeah. that. And then they, they didn't like understand the appointments, like going in and like with IVF, you know, so much so quickly, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, your HCG blood level. And then two days later, you know exactly what that level is. And then two days after that, you know what that is. And then you have your first ultrasound here when you see a sac, and then you have their next ultrasound where you see a sac and a spine. And then you have the next ultrasound where you see, and it's like in normal or non IVF pregnancies, like you don't know any of that shit. Yeah. Like you have one ultrasound at 12 weeks and you're like, oh, beating heart. And then you're like, good. You know? So for us, it was like, they didn't like, people didn't understand that. And then I think like, they didn't know how to talk to me after they didn't know how to treat me. They didn't know what to do. And I didn't know what I needed. And I was like, so such a fucking mess that I was like, God damn. Like, I, I feel like at one point I was just like, oh, it'd be so much easier if I like nobody knew. Mm hmm but I'm an extrovert as you know, and like, I need strength from other people, but I felt like you need to share, but it needed to be the right people. And that's nothing against them. You know, no, no. Yeah. You just couldn't find like the right people. It was like, it was very weird. It was very weird. Yeah. With the second one, when we got pregnant the second time and I lost that pregnancy, it was so fast because it was my, my level started going down Mm -hmm. like two days later. Like, I don't really feel like I had enough time to tell anyone, you know, it was like, yeah. Oh yay, We're pregnant. And then two days later, Oh no, you're not. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, but, um, but I talked to people about it after, because I had all like the complications and shit after that, you know, that went on for a couple of years. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I, and then when I got pregnant with Jonathan, yeah. um, I, I didn't tell, I was like too scared. Yeah. I don't think I told anyone except maybe my parents. Yeah. Yeah. I think I told my parents and Brent's parents because they were like helping us, 
you know, like they knew what was going on with like IVF and stuff. They were helping us kind of like navigate through that. Um, but I don't think I told anyone until I was like 16 weeks, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it just goes to show that like every person's journey is unique and there shouldn't be a timeline and it shouldn't be, you have to tell people once you're pregnant, it shouldn't be, you have to wait until 12 weeks. It's whenever you're ready, share. Yeah. Or if you don't want to be like Kylie Jenner and just pop out a baby like 10 months later. I've had a lot of friends that have done that. And like all of a sudden I just see a picture of them with a baby. I'm like, Oh, I didn't know you're pregnant. They're like, yeah, we just were pregnant. (laughs) And I'm like, Oh, awesome. But I mean, that's how it used to be. I mean, the only reason why we know and announce now is of social media. Right. Yeah. I mean, how would you know that? Obviously, if you see the person. Yes. But like for friends that aren't like you're not around. Yeah. Yeah. And I think with Will, it was like that my second time. Like I just didn't really make a huge deal about it. Yeah. I think I remember, like, I remember texting my friend Casey cause she texted me and she was pregnant with her first, like the same time, like mm, Will mm-hmm. and Harper are like four days apart. And I was like, Oh, me too. And like, that was yeah. like it, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. I think part of this too is a lot of, um, a lot of the clients that I've worked with and a lot of the stats, you know, that look at miscarriage rates, it's just so many women suffering in silence. Oh, hundred percent. And it just makes it anything alone is worse, right? Like we are humans crave connection, even in grief and joy in all of the emotions. Um, so and just now more people are starting to open up about their yeah. miscarriages yeah, and it's, it's, it's having an effect. Yeah. You know, it's having an effect. It's, and it's I, making people feel not so alone. I really hate that word miscarriage too. Oh yeah. The miscarriage. Yeah. It makes it, it makes it sound like it's the mom's fault. Yeah. Like you didn't carry right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's one of those things that just rolls off the tongue and you don't even really like think about yeah. its true meaning. Right. But yeah, pregnancy loss is <clears throat> a much better term. And I'll try to be yeah, and I have, using that. And I've had friends and clients who have had late losses. I mean, my sister too. My sister had, they lost their first one at 25 weeks. One of my very best friends, her sister oh, just, just lost hers at 36 yeah I same I had a friend same like she went in for her appointment and was the week before appointment was fine went in for this one a week later and Mm -hmm. and it's like the other thing is like god I mean anything can happen yes yes exactly right and it doesn't mean that it's like more or less a baby it's like that's I think too that so this kind of like 12 week mark you know do people like not think it's a Yes. Yes. Like not exactly think it's mean. like, do you know what I mean? Not, yes. not as sign- like, oh, you didn't lose a baby in the yeah. first trimester. Yeah. But it's like you did. Yeah. I mean, I, I felt a hundred percent that I lost my child. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's really, it's I've, really hard. Everything I've, is hard. Everything is hard about it. And I think, you know, it's a choice that you make 
for yourself. And even Sean has like expressed that he would prefer to wait like a little longer than Mm -hmm. I would, but he respects that it's ultimately my decision. Right. Because it's my body. And Um, it's happening to your body. Yeah, correct. Um, Right. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just think, like I said, I don't think that we have to swing from like one direction (laughs) to the other because that always happens with shit like this where it's like, you should just tell people right away. Like, no, whatever you're like, why is... (laughs) Why isn't that a, a thing? Like whatever the woman is comfortable with, that's what she can do. Have you ever, has anybody ever been like mad that you didn't tell them within a certain time frame? Mm. Like mm. family or friends are like, why didn't you tell me right away? Yes. That's so interesting. Yes. You're like, oh. yeah, I know the, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think you know, I'm happy with, with telling people right now. Um, and it's also just part of my personality. Like mm-hmm. I just, I'm like an open book and so are you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will say, um, when I was going through all of this and the losses and everything, this really was before like Instagram was around. <laughs> yeah. Old I am. Yeah. Um, I mean, Facebook was around and like Twitter, um, but like Instagram really didn't start to get kind of popular until I had Jonathan until Jonathan was a baby like five years seven years ago now yeah um and it was really really hard for me to see all of these like ultrasound pictures Mm -hmm. and you know gender reveals and like all this shit and I don't know I mean I felt differently when it was like my friends that were doing it. You know, I was like, I wasn't mad at them, (laughs) but like strangers, I was like, why you got to post that? (laughs) Mm. I mean, it's like so ridiculous, you know, and like just completely crazy, but I don't know. I'm just wondering, you know, seeing it all the time on social media. Mm -hmm. Well, it's very loud in my house right now. Seeing it all the time on social media from friends and strangers together, you know, does that make it worse for someone? Does that add to like this, the feeling of like, I have to do the same thing. I have to share here too. Like, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. just curious about like what the, how that's well, changed the way that people feel about sharing it, I guess. Yeah. A couple things come up for me. One you know, if you are triggered by that, yeah, that just means that that's a reflection of your own pain, right? right? It has nothing yeah. to do with them. And Not, I mean, uh, yeah. so is with everything, right? It's like you see something and you're triggered by it. <clears throat> it's because that's, that's signaling some pain in you. So I think part of it is managing like in the acute phases of like grief. Mm-hmm just avoid it. Mm. Right. When you're healing and when you're in that, it's just like, you know, the acute phase of a wound, like Mm. just protect it and stay off social media. But then if it's, you know, two years down the road, five years down the road, and you, like you said, feel like anger towards someone for posting an ultrasound, even though, you know, it's irrational and like, you're not Mm. mad at them, but like, Mm. you know, that means that there's still some work to be done in yeah. you. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's, you know, an important 
point for people and mamas dealing with any sort of trauma. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, everything is so easily accessible now on social media and the internet and stuff. Like you can't, you can't, you literally have to like not be online (laughs) to avoid it. Right. Like, excuse me, as I go through puberty and my voice changes, (laughs) I mean, I just like, it's, you know, now seven years later and after I've had my babies and I feel, you know, happy about that. Like I doesn't, I don't care, but it's not that it like has changed. Like that hasn't changed. Like the frequency of people doing that is the same. It's just like how it's affecting me, obviously. But yeah, but yeah, it's like, you can't get away from it unless you literally completely. Yeah. And the problem is all these apps are addicting on purpose, right? They're just as addictive as cocaine. And yes, I have heard about that. And like, if you go, you know, one time to like babynames.com, you know, all of your ads and shit. Oh yeah. The cookies, the fucking cookies, the cookies, the cookies just follow you. (laughs) Yeah. Crumbs everywhere. Yeah. It's like all is listening to you. So if you talk about something, it'll put it. Yeah. I mean, totally. how many ads do you think we're going to get right now for oh my God. baby shit? I mean, have you started to get ads for baby shit? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. Right. It's like Actually, so funny crazy. story. Um, I accidentally told, I mean, I was, I was planning on telling her soon anyways, but I was like going to Google sciatica in early pregnancy because last time I had sciatica, like way later when most people do, when it's a large yeah, baby yeah, yeah. there, um, <laughs> pregnancy brain, I was like in my text thread with her and I sent her sciatica in early pregnancy. And I was Who? like, who's her? One of my friends. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I like put what I was going to put in the Google search bar mm. in a text message to her. Google sciatica and early pregnancy said whoopies. Ooh. How well, has the response been so far for you? Great. But good. Everyone says, Oh, so you're really early still. And again, I don't think that that's anything like, you know, you're like fault of them personally. Yeah. You're like, that. I think, I think that is just conditioning. Like, because I remember before having kids, I forget what it was, but it was a scenario where, Oh, I think it was at one of my jobs or something where someone told, you know, everyone at six weeks and people were literally like, wow, she's already telling people like, I don't know. And I internalized that, right? I wasn't mm. even trying for babies yet, but I internalized that and was like, oh yeah, I shouldn't yeah. tell people. Um, so it's, you know, that's ingrained. That's society. So, and that's so interesting too, because like now, you know, there's this conversation around, you know, leave parental leave uh-huh. and leave for miscarriage and leave for loss uh-huh. and, you know, adoption and all those things. And, you know, I told my boss when I was pregnant the first time, And then I had a lot and then I lost it. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm glad I told her because she under, she was like, you know, I told her what was happening and she was like, take, take what you need to do. We'll figure it out. Don't worry about your patients. Versus like, if I had just been like, I need the next five days off, she'd be like, why? Yes. You know, but I mean, also like, I think I was very lucky. I had amazing bosses (laughs) and I I think that's. A good point though, because mm-hmm. loss affects you. Mm-hmm. So your work might yeah. be affected. Your relationships with your friends might change and they may be like, dude, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. why are you being a bitch? Right. Yeah. Cause they don't know. They don't know. 
They don't know what you're going through. Uh So I, I just think it's problematic in a lot of ways to keep things private, but I think it's such a society, like a culturally encouraged thing to stay private Mm. about everything to keep it within the family, you know? Mm. And I just think that breeds generations of shame and grief. Yeah. So. Yeah. And there's nothing shameful about having a loss. No. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing is like, yes. And I think the word miscarriage also breeds shame too. Cause you're like, Oh, I miscarried. It's like, I miss, like, it's my fault. It's my, I did something wrong and I, this yep. horrible thing is happening to me. And it's like, you did nothing wrong and a horrible yeah. thing is happening to you and mm-hmm. you need time off to mm-hmm. grieve and heal. Mm-hmm. Just like you would get time off if you hurt your knee or lost, you know, I've, I've been a in the workplace member. and someone lost, loses a family member and needs time off. Like, yeah, same thing. it's the same thing. Yeah. Well, mamas, whenever you're ready, <clears throat> bottom line. Whenever you want to share is a good time to share. That's right. There's no, there's no too early. There's no too late. There's no too late. Whenever you're ready. I would like to know how it was for you guys, for our listeners. If you want to email in. Yeah. No, no mama yeah. left behind the podcast at gmail.com. Let I us know how talking it went. about me. I was like, I'm pretty sure I just spent the whole, like we just episode. talked about that for an hour. <laughs> I would love to hear your perspective. Allison. <laughs> Allison what issue. about you? What do you think? What are you going to do if you get pregnant with a second one? Oh, Marcy. Anywho. Well, we love you guys. We love you guys. Follow season along. three. Here we go. Um, We're kicking be- off. <laughs> Season gonna three be a with wild ride. That's exactly right. <laughs> We're going to hear all about it. We're going to hear about all the things. Here we go. Stay tuned. All right. See you on the other side. Bye now. Bye-bye now. The Down There Docs online programs help you actually enjoy motherhood and the postpartum journey because let's face it, motherhood and wrangling your kids is hard enough without having to be constantly thinking about your bladder or your pelvic floor. Whether you are currently pregnant, two hours postpartum, two weeks postpartum, or eight years after baby, it's time you finally give yourself the opportunity to be taken care of. The Down There Docs online programs will give you quick, easy, actionable exercises, information, and necessary tidbits. So you can not only go into your delivery clear-headed and confident, but you can start recovering quicker and easier. And you aren't thinking about your pelvic floor coming in to ruin the party. You'll learn things like proper pelvic floor exercise, safe tummy workouts, how to get back under the sheets with your boo without pain or stress, and how to actually prepare for delivery to give yourself the best chances possible to reducing significant tearing and trauma to your pelvic floor. Join hundreds of women in a private, safe, and fun community, along with a team of medical providers that actually have your back and are rooting for you. It's like combining your besties with your medical team. What could be better? Join now if you're pregnant or if you're at any stage postpartum for 20% off using code NMLB20 at thedowntheredoc.com for 20% off any single course or bundled program. That's NMLB20 at www.thedowntheredoc.com for 20% off any single course or bundled program. See you in there.